This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. What's up, everybody? This is Jordan Rossler and Derek Ambrosen from the Dynasty Builders Podcast, part of the DLF family of podcasts. Each week, we use film analysis, rookie breakdowns, ADP, analytic tools, and a dose of humor to ensure that you get actionable and practical advice from each and every episode to help you build a dynasty. All right, y'all. Y'all are going to hear a lot of conversation, a lot of talk between now and next NFL season about these rookies. And you're going to hear debates and conversations about who the wide receiver one is. Is it Devonta Smith? Is it Jamar Chase? Is it Jalen Waddle? Is it Rondell Moore? You're going to hear you're going to hear that debate. Have that debate. You're going to hear a debate about the quarterback. Is Trevor Lawrence the quarterback one for fantasy or is it Justin Fields? Have that debate. Do not have a debate about who the running back one is. There is no debate. You're going to hear Travis Etienne. You're going to hear Javonta Williams. And if some people are getting real spicy, you may hear a Jamar Jefferson or a Kenneth Gainwell or a Trey Sermon sprinkled into the conversation. But make no mistake about it, people. There is no conversation. Stop it. Go to 2-3. Because at 1, that spot is occupied by one man and one man only. And I'm talking about Alabama senior running back Najee. Harris. You got barbecue back there and you didn't invite me. Hurt my feelings. Alright, good people. Welcome back. This is Destination Debbie. My name is Ray G. You can find me on Twitter at Ray GQ. I appreciate you joining. If this is your first time on the YouTube channel, make sure you smash that subscribe button, hit the alerts. That way, every time we drop content, boom, right there to your phone. And if you're listening in your car, in your truck, on the train, on the plane, make sure you subscribe to the Destination Debbie podcast as well. Ben EB with Elite Seekers, Jordan Richards on the production. We got you covered this rookie draft season and in your Debbie leagues. Now, Najee Harris, this is part five, six of the 2021 rookie draft profile series. And this running back is phenomenal. He is one of my no matter what players. Like I'm going to do this whole series, these no matter what guys. I've got three no matter what players right now. Kyle Pitts out of Florida, Rondell Moore out of Purdue, and Najee Harris out of the University of Alabama. Draft them no matter what. I don't give a damn what's going on. You got to walk away with one of these three players. Najee Harris no matter what. Now who is Najee Harris? He's a six foot one, 230 pound monster. 6'1", 230-pound monster, the dancing bear, as I like to allude to him as, because his footwork, his feet, the way he moves at that size should not be humanly possible. But Najee Harris figures out a way to get it done, and he looks fantastic doing it. Coming out of high school, he was the top-rated prospect out of the state of California and one of the top overall players in the entire country, right? He was the number one running back in the country, number two player in California, and he so happens to be 
according to 24-7 Sports, the number 60th, the 60th all-time prospect in 24-7 Sports high school scouting process history. O-line, D-line, quarterback, linebacker, cornerback, Najee Harris, only 59 players have been considered better high school prospects than Najee Harris. So coming out of high school, absolute monster, 6'1", 6'2", 230 pounds, chooses to go to the University of Alabama, and that was a wise decision for the young man as he won a national championship in his freshman season, but he did not play a ton, right? Coming into that 2017 Alabama team, he had to compete for carries with Bo Scarborough, who's in the NFL, Damian Harris, who's in the NFL, Joshua Jacobs, who's in the NFL, and Brian Robinson, who's returning for his senior season, but will be in the NFL after next season's college football. He had a ton of competition in the backfield, along with all the great wide receivers that Alabama had. But despite that, despite that, true freshman Najee Harris did still put up 370 rushing yards, three touchdowns on 61 carries. So, you know, 6.1 yards per attempt. I know that's not the best stat, but that does show you when he got the ball, he was making shit happen, right? Follow that up in 2018. Damian Harris is still there. Joshua Jacobs is still there. But Najee Harris's workload increases almost double, right? Almost double the attempts, 117 attempts, 783 yards, four touchdowns, four receptions. So to start the career off, not as you would expect for a highly touted recruit like Najee Harris, but so was Damian Harris. And Joshua Jacobs was a stud and both Scarborough was a stud. So there was a lot of talent in that Alabama backfield. He comes back off of his sophomore season into his junior year and smashes. I'm talking about there were times in 2019 where I was saying he was a top five running back for me in a class that consisted of Jonathan Taylor, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Cam Makers, DeAndre Swift, and people thought I was batshit crazy, but I held firm on my Najee Harris love to have a player that big, that fast, that agile, that athletic. You don't find that every single day. And he came back his junior season and absolutely tore it up. 1,200 rushing yards, 13 rushing touchdowns, 27 receptions for 304 yards, and then chip in another seven receptions on top of that. Was an all-SEC performer. Fantastic, fantastic season. So much so that a lot of people said, man, Najee's about to declare and be in this 2020 NFL draft class. And he didn't. He kind of shocked the world by saying, I'm returning for my senior season. We're going to run it back. We're going to win a national championship. And whatever NFL evaluators are giving me second and third round grades, I'm going to shove that up there. You know what? And he did just that in 2020. Najee Harris in 13 games was absolutely outstanding. 251 attempts, 1,466 yards. And check this out, 26 touchdowns. Double what he did his junior season, 2-6, 26 rushing touchdowns. And then he had 43 receptions, 425 yards, and four more TDs. That man scored 30 damn touchdowns. In 2020, on an offense that was devoid, Henry Ruggs, Tua Tungavailoa, and Jerry Judy. He was one of the best players when you're talking about advanced analytical stats, according to PFF, in the country in 2020. 
tackles avoided after he catches the ball. Because let's start with the receptions because that's where you're going to make your, hey, PPR leagues, you want those running backs that can catch the ball. Number one in the country with 22 avoided tackles after the reception. The next closest player, Travis Etienne, with 13. Yards after contact per attempt. Najee Harris was 13 in the country, averaging 3.26 yards after contact per attempt. He was also second in the country behind Javonta Williams with broken tackles on the season with 69 broken tackles. And he was one of the most explosive running backs, having over 465 yards on 15-plus yard carry runs, right? He had 18 of those on the season, 18 rush attempts that went 15 or more yards for 465 yards. I mean, this is why he was a unanimous first-team All-American. Should have been a Heisman Trophy finalist. I believe he finished like fifth or sixth in the Heisman Trophy voting. I know Mac Jones was a finalist. Mac Jones, outstanding season. I'm a big fan of Mac Jones. But that team did not go unless Najee Harris went. And God damn it, he went. Was an absolute tank. What are some of the things that Najee Harris does well? Listen, when you look at a player that size, you think he's just this bulldozer, right? Vision, outstanding. His ability to to play in a power scheme, his cutback ability, whether it's a zone blocking scheme, the way that he operates in space as a receiving weapon, not just the running back that can catch passes. I've talked about this. There's a difference between RBs that can catch the ball and RBs that can be utilized as pass catching weapons. The six foot two, 230 pound Najee Harris is a pass catching weapon. His ability to catch the ball out of the backfield, the feet, the vision, the explosiveness, the athleticism. We see time and time again, Najee Harris hitting the outside and jumping over defensive backs and then taking the ball upfield. We watch him operating in tight spaces, juking out linebackers in a phone booth, right? Can you make a player miss in a phone booth? Hell yeah, Najee Harris can do just that. He's got the power to push the pile. Go watch the Ohio State tape and watch. I think he had like a three-yard run that was just ridiculous, right? Guys hanging off of his legs, his shoulders, throwing people down. Stiff Arvin catch from South Carolina en route to the end zone and then hits the Megan Rapino. Huh? Rapino. You know what it is, baby. He's fantastic. There's nothing that he can't do on an NFL field. There's nothing that he didn't show in college that, that makes me concerned about him at the next level. He's a fantastic running back prospect and he's got the profile that you want you want the big body guy that can absorb those hits that can absorb that contact and still score you fantasy points and that's Najee Harris when he gets inside the five that's money you ain't got to worry about no NFL team taking him out when they get to the goal line Najee's getting the damn ball and he's scoring you touchdowns and getting you fantasy points he doesn't have to come off the field on third downs he can pass protect and he can catch the ball out of the backfield So, Ray, you're telling me all of this good stuff about Najee. What are some of the cons? Well, two things I would say are working against him or a lot of people are saying are negatives to Najee. One, he's going to be 23 years old, right? So he's an older running back prospect. For me personally, I don't give a damn about none of that, right? We're looking at running backs in fantasy football for one contract, right? So if he's a first round pick, four years, fifth year option. If he's a second or second round pick, he's not going to be a third round pick. And you're talking about a four year deal. 
in four to five years, Najee Harris is going to be just fine. And I'd venture to say even after that, he's shown no signs of injury in college. Haven't seen anything in high school. He's been a tank. He takes care of his body. If you look at how well he's put together, that 230 pounds is built, put on him. Nice, man. Najee's going to be all right. So when you're talking about weaknesses, age, you're going to hear a lot of people talk about the age, fade that noise. And the other thing is the home run hitting ability, right? He does not have deep, tremendous Travis Etienne speed. He ain't going to run a 4-3. He's probably not going to run a 4-4, even though there are reports from Alabama that says he clocked a 4-4-5 in the 40-yard dash along with a 3.7 20-yard shuttle. Now, that's moving. Both of those times are moving. Would I be shocked if Najee ran a 4-4? Probably. Would I be shocked if he runs a 4-5? Absolutely not. And honestly, for running back, I don't really care. As long as he ain't a 4-6-8 type running back, which I do not believe he is, he's got more than enough athleticism. His short shuttle, I think he's got a better chance of hitting a four-second short shuttle than he does a 4-4-5, but Najee's got plenty of speed, and there was actually a play in October of this season where Mac Jones threw an interception and Najee Harris clocked 21.7 miles per hour chasing down the intercepting defender. So let me tell you something about underwear speed and in-game speed. I care much more about how you perform on the field than how you run in your underwear at the combine. Najee Harris is not slow. So fade all of that noise. So those are some of the cons. If I had to think of some cons for Najee Harris. So team fits, where does he fit? When's he going to be drafted? And when do you need to take him? Well, I think that he's going to be a first round pick in the NFL draft. I believe he's going to get first round draft capital and I can see him going to a couple of spots at the senior bowl. The Miami Dolphins were there. Head coach Brian Flores, their position coaches were there. Reports are they were showing a lot of interest in Mr. Harris. The Dolphins have two first round picks. They ain't going to take them at three, but at 18, they need a back. I know some of y'all like Miles Gaskins and Savon Ahmed. Nah, man, they ain't even holding a candle to Najee Harris. So I can definitely see Miami, Brian Flores, hard-nosed coach, physical defense, getting a banger like Najee Harris would be an outstanding get for that team, along with the first-round offensive tackle that they got last year, get two of some help out of the backfield. Seems like it'd be a great fit. I think the creme de la creme, we talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers. He just seems like a Pittsburgh Steeler type running back, right? He's a patient back. He's got the feet, the pass catching ability. He's got the size. Reminds you of a guy that played for Pittsburgh a couple of years ago, and I ain't talking about James Conner. So if he lands with the Pittsburgh Steelers, that's a big time boost to Najee Harris's stock. Seattle Seahawks can use another running back, especially if they don't re-sign Chris Carson. And hell, let's throw one out there. The Arizona Cardinals, you put him in there with Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray, you see how many times Kenyon Drake got the ball. I mean, there are so many landing spots that make sense for a player like Najee Harris. If that happens, hell, even if it doesn't happen, Najee Harris is the first pick off of the board in single quarterback leagues. He is the 101 in your fantasy drafts. And I'm telling you right now, I'm looking at DLF's ADP from the month of January. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for a Najee Harris ADP price check. Come on down. Najee Harris right now for me is a top 10 dynasty running back according to ADP. The only running backs I would take right now over Najee Harris, the only ones, I don't give a damn what you say or think. I'm telling you, watch the kid play. These are the only backs I want over Najee Harris. Nick Chubb, 
J.K. Dobbins, maybe. Derrick Henry, maybe. He's getting up there. Swift, Cook, Barkley, Taylor, Kamara, McCaffrey. I'm taking Najee over Josh Jacobs. I'm taking him over Clyde Edwards-Elair. I'm taking him over Miles Sanders. I want him over Zeke Elliott, Cam Akers, and Antonio Gibson. RB10, according to DLF, and their ADP is Josh Jacobs. Clyde Edwards-Elair at 11. Miles Sanders at 12. Give me Najee over all those players. So, therefore, he is RB10 for me in Dynasty. The pro comp, my pro comp, not PFF's pro comp, not nobody else's. I checked the receipts. I've been saying this for over a year. He reminds me of a combination of Matt Forte and Steven Jackson. That's how good he is. A big running back that has exceptional feet, power, receiving ability. He is going to be a PPR monster, a staple for us in fantasy leagues. I don't care if you dynasty or seasonal, Najee Harris is a player that you're going to want to draft, a player that you're going to want to have on your team, and a player who's going to score you a lot of fantasy points if he can stay healthy. All right, folks, that is it. Najee Harris, one of my no matter what players in this 2021 NFL draft. I appreciate you coming by the station, Destination Debbie. If you enjoyed the content we laid down today, if you enjoyed the production by Jay Rich, make sure you subscribe. Subscribe to the channel, sub, sub, sub. And if you want exclusive access to us and be a part of the squad, the best damn Discord community in the, in fantasy football, come on over to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash all gas. It's three damn dollars a month. Come rock out with us and vibe with the best community in fantasy. Other than that, man, stay locked in. I appreciate y'all. Have a good Monday. I'm out of this thing. Peace. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff. And it affects everything. Which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed. Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. Listen, folks, the Super Bowl is coming up, and sure, we'll all be watching the game, but the best way to celebrate the biggest day in football is to BET bet on the game. And we want to let you know about a great resource for sports bettors, the Action Network. The Action Network is where sports fans go bet smarter and experience real financial gains. In fact, their Action Network app was recently named the best app in sports betting, and with an Action Network PRO subscription, you can unlock the very best of the app. When you sign up for an Action Network PRO subscription, you can access the PRO report, which includes expert projections for every game across all the professional leagues. You can see money and bet percentages on every game. You can see the teams professional gamblers are betting on. You can take advantage of PRO systems, which match winning historical bet trends with the latest games and lines. You can track every bet you make and get alerts in real time. So if you're looking to bet smarter, the Action Network PRO subscription is the best way to get started. And for a limited time, our listeners can receive 50% off an annual PRO subscription. 
subscription, just go to actionnetwork.com now and receive 50% off an annual sub when you use the code DEVY, D-E-V-Y. This offer won't last long, so go to actionnetwork.com and sign up for a PRO subscription and use the promo code DEVY to receive 50% off and start betting smarter today.